bad mistake announcing one of those songs I said uh, success story was the kinks but it was actually a who track of um, really good album so sorry about that anyway here's the next show coming at you It's 8.02 here on WUSB Stony Brook 90.1 FM. This is, as always, the Cafe American radio program every other Sunday from 8 to 10 p.m. I'm your host, Christian. We are anxiously trying to get everything underway. And as you know, we always put on our opening song uh, by Hayes Carl. And here it is. Stall, stall, stall. Filler, filler, filler. Here we go. 802. Right here on WUSB. Something I'm missing. My 
mama told me I should have gone into easy listening Joined up with a band cause I thought it was cool Oh, probably should have just gone back to school Oh, pretty darling, it'll be okay You know, one of these days I'm gonna take you away She said, oh, sweet daddy, you're probably right You know, we might get lucky, but it won't be tonight It gets hard out here I know it don't look it I used to have heart, but the highway took it The game was right, but the deal was crooked Well, I'll make it perfectly clear It gets hard, hard out here I know it don't seem it I said I'd try, but I never did After the hour here on WUSB Stony Brook 90.1 FM, I'm your host, Chris Michaels. Yes, it's Chris Michaels. It's not Christian tonight because I've given up the moniker Christian. It's too sensitive. It's too close to my personal feelings about life. And plus, only my closest friends call me Chris anyway. So you out there in the parking lot, you are my closest friends. Um, I was driving into the studio tonight, and I saw all of the tents being erected across the parking lots in Stony Brook, and it is a frightening scene. Everyone has their masks on, and the floodlights are streaming across the uh, stadium and the parking lots, and they have folks with stop signs and slow signs littered throughout the road. And it is, uh, it's fairly intimidating. It makes you think that uh, we're in the end times here at Stony Brook and across the globe. I mean, as you know, if you listen to this program regularly, one, you either hate me, or two, you like my music, so you stay around for the music. But um, three, you sometimes think I'm brilliant, and I come up with uh, cutting-edge commentary on politics, current events, and whatever else. So, I mean, there's a lot going on, and I'm, I've tried to stay away, and I've tried to steer away from politics and play more music, because politics right now is so, uh, it's so jaded, and it is so one-sided that you can't have an honest discussion. I mean, it could be about anything. It could be about Russiagate, it could be about Ukraine-gate, and now the latest COVID-gate. Um, it, it, if you disagree with the mainstream, if you disagree, uh, then you are ostracized and threatened. Um, I do have some, ser- and I'll probably get into this later on. I do have some serious questions 
about the loyalty of Mr. Fauci, the media darling that is in control of the COVID response. Um, he's that little twerp, uh, the little meatball-sucking moron that Donald Trump has decided to hire, or, or keep on board from Obama, I should say. And he has, I think, what, 20 or 30-plus years with the NIH, and he runs three and a half miles a day, and the mainstream media loves him. The, the MSNBC, they love him. NBC, CBS, they all love little Mr. Fauci. And I did some digging into Mr. Fauci, and along with Mrs. Bricks, or Brick, whatever her name is, and as well as John, uh, uh, Vice President Pence, and they all belong, they're all affiliated with one particular health group. And that health group, I have some very, very dark suspicions about, as always, because we cannot do anything here on this program without thinking of some sort of other angle that is probably dark, which is why I want to get into music and more interviews and other people uh, on this program. And other people that used to be on this program turned out to be backstabbing morons, and so F them, and then kick them off. That's it. It's done. So... <laughs> So anyway, once this whole COVID hoax is, I mean, once the COVID pandemic is over with, uh, expect more people on this program, potentially up to three people, and we will actually start to get into entertainment rather than just stupid politics all the damn time. So one of the reasons why, I mean, what? You know I take breaks every 15, and uh, I'm trying to kill another five minutes. So, okay, so I'll get into Fauci, Fauci, whatever his name is, uh, the, the, one of the main reasons why I distrust that little midget, Fauci, is he, not necessarily him, but his wife. His wife, well, actually him too, and I'll read you why I don't like him. Uh, his wife is a big-time Hillary Clinton donor. So immediately, as soon as I hear that, that he, his wife is a Hillary Clinton donor. She donates to, or, or she's a, affiliated with the Cl Global Clinton Initiative and whatever else. And, you know, the whole nine yards. The things I've talk, spoken about, I don't know how many times. As soon as I see that, I immediately think, okay, that's it. This person is not honest. This person has an agenda. This person is aligned in a certain direction. So once I see that immediately my suspicion is up. And uh, not only did she donate to groups like that, but Mr. Fauci himself has fawned, gushed. I mean, he needed, he needed handkerchiefs whenever he spoke about Hillary Clinton. I mean, it, it's nauseating. It really is. Let me see if I can uh, let me see if I can pull up some of this stuff here. He had two emails that were broken out in uh, WikiLeaks. Okay, so Mr. Fauci, who by the way oversaw the HIV pandemic uh, back in the early '80s, which somehow and I'd love for somebody to tell me how this happened. I'd really love how uh, AIDS started in South Africa, supposedly. 
from a, a primate, so supposedly from a monkey, and then somehow translated and uh, got itself over to, into the homosexual community in New York City. I'd really love to see that gap. I, I really want somebody to explain that to me. Uh, but I don't think I can find anybody. So Mr. Fauci oversaw that in New York City in the beginning of his career, and now he is overseeing the uh, coronavirus pandemic or epidemic. And he's out there, and the media loves him. The media gushes over him. They just can't. They can't get enough. Of it. He is the beacon of light, the the principle of honesty, the pillar of normalcy within the Trump administration. Well, of course he is. Of course the media is going to go with him because his wife donates to Hillary Clinton, and his wife donates to big time Democrats, including MSNBC's former host Chris Matthews. His wife, when she ran for public office, she don't, Mrs. Fauci donated to her, too. So, Mr. Fauci, Anthony, Tony, uh, sent a missive to Cheryl Mills. Now, Cheryl Mills, for those of you that don't remember, back in 2016, she was fired because she was doing illegal things for the Hillary Clinton campaign. Cheryl Mills was a big-time uh, person within the Hillary Clinton campaign. She was responsible for fixing elections and also hiding emails and covering up dirty secrets for Miss Clinton. Uh, Mr. Fauci wrote her as the director of National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Uh, he wrote Cheryl. Are you ready for this? Cheryl. Anyone who had any doubts about the secretary's stamina and capability following her illness, had those doubts washed away by tonight's performance before the Senate and the House. She faced extremely difficult circumstances at the hearings, and still she hit it right out of the park. Please tell her that we all love her and are very proud to know her. And this is coming from Mr. Trump's Uh, COVID response, direct, and so on and so forth. You get the idea. So now, what? Why would Donald Trump keep somebody like this on his, in, in his cat? Why would he? What does Donald Trump have on Mr. Fauci? And Mr. Fauci, he's aligned with the Bill Gates. Uh, let's inoculate anybody and knock ten percent of the population out. Global initiative. Uh, Miss, Mrs. Bricks, or Brick, whatever her name is, B-R-I-X, however you pronounce it, she's involved with all of this. Pence, Vice President Pence is involved with all of this. They're all involved with one organization that was focused on combating AIDS when it was really an issue. It still is an issue when it uh, was just starting to rear its ugly head. They're all aligned. They're all doing the same thing. And there's some very, very troubling, extremely troubling connotations with all of this. It's 8.15 here on WUSB Stony Brook, 90.1 FM. Tonight, 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 tonight
much about dying But truth be told we all have the same end Could make you cry, 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 cry But I'm telling you This is the best news You're getting all week Oh sure it's ruling the airwaves But what remains of the airwaves And we're frankly thankful for the market psychology you're hipping us to. But all the hits are saying the same thing. There's only tonight, 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 tonight. Man, life is finite. But shit, it feels like forever. It feels like forever. Thank you. 
What's going on here? WUSB Stony Brook 90.1 FM, as always, because I don't have an engineer and I am the only person here, I have to navigate everything on this program. I have to navigate uh, music and production and everything. And that's not my thing. I am the host. I am somebody else is supposed to do all this stuff. I am also going to apologize for my slander. I apparently made a bigoted remark, despite myself being a Sicilian. I said meatball sucking uh, when I described as an adjective Mr. Fauci. Um, it is inappropriate as whether or not we are meatball sucking is irrelevant to the man's intellectual, um, <clears throat> intellectual stamina and also his ideology. Um, so I do apologize for making that Italian slur. Despite myself being a Sicilian, uh, which, as far as I know, Sicilian, as in my experience, uh, Sicilians have been looked down upon as the lowest form of Italian ever. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe other Sicilians have had better luck than I have. But I apologize for using the uh, slanderous connotation of meatball sucking to describe the Italian Mr. Fauci. Uh, continuing along here, uh, what I do not like about Mr. Fauci is that he is aligned with individuals like Bill Gates. Bill Gates hosted Event 201 back in November and October of 2019. For those of you that don't know what Event 201 is, Event 201 was a fictitious drill performed by a non-governmental organization. And what they said was, what happens... What happens when across the planet there is a virus that breaks out and it nobody can control themselves? And, and what is the government going to do to control the COVID, the, the virus? What are they going to do? How do we combat this? How does this? All, how does all of this somehow resolve itself? And so they did this big time um, exercise about what the globe would do. Now. What is interesting about this is that their study case involved a virus such as the COVID virus. So it was a COVID virus that broke loose across the fruited plain of the planet. And because of that, uh, we now have uh, something strikingly similar to this exercise. And, you know, Bill Gates was a very gracious host. He decided to make little plush toys in the form of a COVID virus. It had little crowns on it, and he handed it out to all the participants and everything else. What was also very unique about that same time period when Event 201 took place, a vaccine in France was patented that just so happened to protect individuals from a COVID virus. My, my, isn't that convenient? Wow, the patent was enabled around the same time. And then we have the COVID virus itself blooming across the world. It's very, very troubling. And Mr. Fauci is aligned with that. And so he, for some reason, for some reason, Mr. Fauci who is supposed to be the penultimate uh, individual when it comes to navigating such a crisis. He doesn't talk about the amount of recoveries from the COVID virus. He doesn't talk about the people 
the criteria, not the criteria, the characteristics of the people that are dying from the COVID virus. So now I'm not, don't, don't call up the radio station. Here's, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say with this. Don't call up the radio station because this is my opinion. The radio station, WUSB, would probably love to disown me uh, in a lot of ways. However, it, this is not their opinion. This radio station probably does not endorse what I'm about to say. But uh, Mr. Fauci doesn't talk about the amount of patients that have recovered from the COVID virus. Now, I'm not a, den- I'm not a COVID virus denier. I'm not a self-hating COVID uh, individual. Because there is something out there. Because I've spoken to people within the healthcare industry and within the hospital um, it's a hospital, I guess it's an industry, the hospital industry. Uh, they said, I've, I've gotten both sides of the spectrum. I've gotten people that told me that there is absolutely, we've got a whole wing dedicated to COVID. There's not one soul in this wing. And you can find videos on YouTube and Twitter of people showing that there is not, all of these emergency rooms are empty. There's not one soul in any of these rooms. And then you've got the opposite end of the spectrum, where I've spoken to people that have spouses in the hospital industry, where they're saying they're coming across people that can't even breathe, and it's so bad that they need to be induced into a coma just so that their breathing can be regulated. So you've got two ends of the spectrum here, and Mr. Fauci, I believe, is being dishonest, because there are cures Supposed cures, I have to preface it with supposed, because we don't want to be definitive here on this program. Supposed cures for the COVID virus. It includes high doses of intravenous vitamin C. Supposedly that works. And it's vitamin C, along with a Z-pack of some sort, a zinc supplement, and something else. Now, don't quote me on this. Don't go out there and try any of this if you're experiencing the symptoms. Obviously, do what your gut trusts you to do. But, Supposedly, those kinds of things work. Now, the, the thing that the, the uh, remedy that Trump has decided to push out there, and a lot of people have critiqued, is what is it, chloroquine, chlor- chloroquine, chlor- whatever it is? Well, supposedly that stuff works too. There was an Orthodox Jewish man who treated, I think now, over 800 patients with a 100% success rate involving the chloroquine, chloroquine uh, uh, pill. Well, the issue with that is, is that it takes about one euro to make 10 pills. Now, that doesn't sound like an issue unless you're part of the pharma industry, where it is an issue and you're not making enough profit off of it. So why is Fauci not telling anybody about these things? Why isn't Fauci talking about how the people that are dying are really succumbing to the COVID virus have an age bracket? How come he's not talking about how the individuals that are dying Also, an overwhelming amount of these people have underlying conditions. They have some sort of asthma or they have pneumonia and then then COVID comes in and it triggers that and it gets worse and so on and so forth. There's a snowball effect to all of this. And Mr. Fauci is not talking about any of this. All he's saying is, is that we've got these massive amounts of deaths. And all of these people are infected. On and on and on. And same thing with Cuomo. He's out there. He's with his nipple rings. He's out there. And yeah, did you see that picture of, <laughs> of Cuomo? <laughs> 
Cuomo uh, decided to wear a white polo with no undershirt. <laughs> and his nipple rings were pronounced. I mean, it was embarrassing. I don't know what, I mean, whatever the guy's into, whatever. You know, it could be a Marv Albert kind of thing. I'm sure there's a leash law wherever Mr. Cuomo lives. And, but the, at the same time, I mean, you gotta have, a, you take him out. Or put on a thick undershirt. Maybe pretend you're, you, you know, you're being threatened. Put on a, a, a bulletproof vest or something. But you got your nipple rings hanging out. Come on, <laughs> you can find that picture. Just fire up Google and you, you can look at. It. But they're all talking about deaths. They're, nobody's talking about recoveries. Nobody's talking about the criteria of the individuals that have died. And the other thing, the other thing that Mr. Fauci is in, uh, probably endorsing, and what the other thing that Mr. Cuomo, Governor Cuomo is not curtailing, is the cause of death. So somebody could die from anything. It could be a bazooka to the face. It could be a car wreck. It could be alcohol addiction. It could be a heart attack. doesn't matter. If they perform a test on you after you've assumed room temperature and you test positive for COVID, then you, you, on your death certificate, supposedly, now I've not seen anything like this, but I've only read stories about individuals that have come across this. Um, Supposedly, your death on the death certificate is the coronavirus. So that doesn't mean you could have recovered from the coronavirus. You could have died from the autoerotic asphyxiation. That goes out to Governor Cuomo. It doesn't matter. If you test positive to the coronavirus, then you have died from the coronavirus on your death. So it's skewing the results for this. So I do not deny that there is something out there. And it's very, very dangerous. But I question its destructiveness. Because I'm hearing stories on both sides. I'm hearing stories that it, it's overwhelming. And then I'm hearing stories of there's nothing going on. So I, I, I don't know what to say. So, all right. So anyway, it's 8.30 here on WUSB, Stony Brook. This next PSA goes out to the New York governor, Andrew Cuomo. Does someone you love have prostate cancer? Prostate cancer is a disease of the patient, the partner or spouse, and the family. Talking with other prostate cancer patients and survivors can be a terrific source of information, comfort, and encouragement. To get connected with someone near you, contact your local US2 chapter at us2sc.org. That's U-S-T-O-O-S-C.org. The Prune Belly Syndrome Network is a volunteer organization devoted to patient support and education of the medical community about Prune Belly Syndrome which affects 1 in 40,000 live births. Some or all of the abdominal muscles may be missing and there may be associated kidney or urinary problems. 50% of people born with this condition die before their second birthday. Our goal is to change the medical profession's perception of prune belly as a hopeless condition. There are those in the medical field who advise abortion as the only option to expected parents of prune belly children. We also need to educate and promote an interest among doctors and the medical community in doing further research into the causes of the syndrome and more effective treatments. You can visit www.prunebelly.org for information on how you can help.
this be my understanding? It's not your fault, I was being too demanding. I must admit, it's my pride that made me distant. All because I hope that you'd be someone different. There's not much I know about you. It will always make you blind. But the answer is in clear view. It's amazing what you'll find face to face. Here on WUSB, Stony Brook 90.1 FM. You're listening to the Cafe American Radio Program. I'm your host, Chris Michaels, and we talk about politics, current events, so on and so forth. And every once in a while, we get into the inappropriate and taboo, like Governor Cuomo's nipples ri- nipple rings. <clears throat> Excuse me, as I have guttural err. So does anybody know where Joseph Biden is lately? Yes, Joseph Biden. He was the Democrat front runner against my boy, Bernie Sanders. Now, what happened to Bernie Sanders? He's locked up in one of his mansions somewhere. The socialist loves, absolutely loves to hang out in his woodland retreats in the backwaters of New England. Of course, we have to uh, self-quarantine here. And Joseph Biden is no exception to the rule. Joseph Biden has been seen... On, uh, I guess, this week, a Sunday morning politics program in his library, I assume, where he's out there, veins popping from his forehead, no doubt, 
from his son. Maybe uh, his son has been caught once again with a crack pipe and cocaine, abandoning a rental car in northern Arizona with Secret Service agent business cards on him. Uh, Yes, that really did happen. I'm not making that up. So Joseph Biden is now being essentially quarantined from the public. And the reason why he's being quarantined from the public is because he's probably on the mental decline. The Democrats are removing him from the public sphere for a reason, because they know, the Democrat leadership knows, they're not going to win the next election with Joseph Biden. I promise you that. No matter how much they and their... mm, I don't know how to describe them. Agent provocateurs are tanking the economy to get Donald Trump unelected. Joseph Biden will never become the president. I'm sorry. Just look at the old fool. I mean, look at those beady eyes. He always looks like he's squinting. He's always, every time he's on TV, he always looks like he's looking into the sun. Why is that? I mean, you look ridiculous. Oh, yeah, Strap Hanger Joe. He's on the subway. He rides the metro to D.C. and back every day. So, no, he doesn't. He's a liar. He's He's got a lot of money, and his son has a lot of money that abused his position as vice president to get a billion-dollar contract from a Chinese bank. And that's a, I won't get into that. I'll get, maybe I will in the next hour. It depends. But anyway, Joseph Biden is being taken out of the public eye because the Democrats are using this opportunity of the COVID virus as a way to make sure Joseph Biden doesn't stick his foot in his mouth again or look very awkward semi-groping. He's not all the way groping, but semi-groping young girls and women to the point where they cringe every time they're next to him on stage. Uh, It's a really disgusting display. So Joseph Biden came out and said, guess what? How are we going to finally decide who the Democratic nominee is going to be? I mean, we can't go to the polls because we need social distancing, six feet at least, which I have my own opinion on that, too. But Joseph Biden is out. The only way to do this, the only way to choose a Democrat president or a Democrat nominee for the president is by holding a virtual convention. Now, what does he mean by that? He means that you are going to have to vote either electronically or by mail. Yes, you're going to have to use a postage stamp to mail in your vote. So, okay. Now, the reason why I'm suspicious about that is because the Democrats have an awful tendency to mess around with votes they have to count and count again. So on this week, ABC with George Stephanopoulos. Now, here's another thing about George Stephanopoulos. All of you millennials out there don't remember where George George Snuffleupagus came from. He started off in Bill Clinton's, President Bill Clinton's chief of staff. So George Stephanopoulos portrays himself as this altruistic, unbiased reporter that interviews politicians to get their unbiased... No, George Stephanopoulos is as biased as they come. He's out there partying with the Clintons, partying with Bill Gates, partying with Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say Jeffrey Epstein. But along those lines, Anthony Weiner, uh, the Nixium crowd, all of those people. He's out there partying like no one's ever partied before. Probably doing line. No, I don't know that for sure. 
But George Stephanopoulos, he's not unbiased. He's a Democrat through and through, and he will do anything he possibly can in his position to make the Democrats look as good as possible. So he was on this week with jo- with Joseph Biden. He said, and Joseph Biden said, "May uh, what? Is, I don't know. This is an awfully written article. What we do between now and then is gonna." dictate a lot of that as well, referring to voting, and that was from Joseph Biden. We may have to do a virtual convention. I think we should be thinking about that right now. The idea of holding the convention is going to be necessary. Uh Aha, this is very important. According to The Hill, the Democrat National Committee announced Thursday that its national convention would be delayed by a month until August's because of the coronavirus. What they're doing here, what the Democrats are doing here, is that they are rigging the convention for Joseph Biden to make sure the outsider, the Donald Trump of the Democratic Party, Mr. Bernie Sanders, does not get the nomination. The Democrats are driven to make sure that Bernie Sanders does not get that nomination, even though all the voters want Bernie Sanders to get that nomination. Because they'd much rather have an old fool that doesn't know his left from his right and is deteriorating mentally so that they can run roughshod their political interests, the Democrat interests, so that they can do whatever they want. And good old Uncle Joe, when he's not grabbing ass, he's up there with a pen signing whatever legislation is put in front of him. And all he has to do is, you know, take the victories and go out there and, you know, take a vitamin B shot and probably some Adderall so he doesn't stumble and, and uh, spittle out of his mouth and come up with some sort of tagline so that whoever's behind him is doing some awful things. He can take cover for it. He can, you know, run interference for the press. And trust me, it's not going to work. Even Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, who comes out with the podcast The Joe Rogan Experience, He said, I'd rather vote for Trump than Joseph Biden. He was on uh, with Eric Weinstein, who Eric Weinstein is part of Field Capital. And that was on April 3rd. So this is recent. And Joseph, well, not Joe, but Joe Rogan, he runs a very successful podcast. He sits somebody in front of himself and he does a face-to-face. He smoked weed with Elon Musk. And that's where we get the famous meme, where Elon Musk looks like he drove somewhere doing 100 miles an hour with his head out the window when he was taking a toke off of that blunt that Joe Rogan gave him. Uh, He was with uh, Eric Weinstein, very brilliant person, mathematician, uh, economist. See, this is the thing. When you do talk radio, your voice gets parched. Economist, economist, and managing director of Field Capital. Eric Weinstein, I think that in general, people when they are given no choice at all, express themselves moronically. Joe Rogan responds, when they are given no choice at all, how so? Mr. Weinstein says, I want a choice of an actual president that's viable. I don't have one. Now you're going to ask me which one is viable. Which one of the non-viable people do I like best? And Mr. Rogan says, this is the real issue with the Democrat Party. They've essentially made us all morons with this Joe Biden thing. I'd rather vote for Trump than Biden. I don't think he can handle anything. 
You're relying entirely on his cabinet. If you want to talk about an individual leader who can communicate, he cannot do that. And we don't know what the F he'll be like after a year in office. The pressure of being president of the United States is something that no one has ever prepared for. The only one who seems to be fine with it is Trump, oddly enough. He doesn't seem to be aging at all or in any sort of decline, which is a good point that Mr. Rogan makes. And notice how I'm such a broadcast professional, I didn't drop the F-bomb, I said F. So that, I mean, you should pay me for that right there. But anyway, the, the media darling, Joseph Rogan, he even says, I can't, I can't do Joe Biden. I really can't. I really can't. Now, I, me personally, I come off as a Trump supporter when I'm really not that necessarily in the camp for Trump. It's just that there's so many lies coming from the Democrat side, and there's so many uh, false and misconstrued statements from the mainstream media that is so in the bed in the same bed with any Democrats or some sort of Republican that will bomb something or somebody. The mainstreams never go against a Republican that will decide to bomb another country. They always love it. Even though, you know, they're supposed to be, you know, peacemaking. But, you know, no, it's all a lie. So, even Joe Rogan is saying, no, I can't do Joe Biden. And Joe Rogan, I promise you, would get elected to public office sooner than Joe Biden any day of the week if you were to do a popular vote. Even, even Joe Rogan would get more votes than Hillary Clinton, no matter what her popular vote is. And I'm sorry, Mrs. Clinton, you do not win the presidential election through popular vote. You win it by the Electoral College. 848, oh wow, I'm late. 848 here on WUSB, Stony Brook 90.1 FM.
Golden State at a Cape Cod tonight. Walk up, fuck the women from Well Fleet, fuck the bears at Provincetown. Okay, that's enough of that song. WSB Stony Brook 90.1 FM. This is the Chris Michaels host with the Cafe American Radio Program. Obviously, I had put on the incorrect form of that uh, song because the one I was listening to on the way over was clearly edited. This one was not. So that's the end of that. So I'm going to kill another nine minutes and hopefully nobody hears anything else that is disturbing. What we were talking about before was the COVID virus. Okay, so the other thing about... The, there are some other other discrepancies with the COVID virus and what was going on with that. I'm really, really hoping that seven-second delay worked. So, um, the, the obvious... So, here's what else I do not get about the COVID virus. The death rates of it all. So, I have a stat here from the New York City hospital system. And the New York City hospital system gave the death rate and also the where is it where is it it's quickly shuffling through my phone here to find the find the stat here stall 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 eleven hundred thirty nine eleven hundred thirty nine as of April first eleven hundred thirty nine individuals had died from COVID. Now, what is interesting about that is how they broke down the statistic of that. And what they did was, they said, if you were died from any sort of COVID-related complication, so it was what we were talking about before. So if you had pneumonia or anything like that, then um, you, and you, and you had some sort of issue, then it was decided that COVID was this cause of death, even though it was the pneumonia. So if you get pneumonia and then you get COVID and you die, then COVID is the cause of death, not the pneumonia, even though in reality it could very well have been the pneumonia that caused your demise. So they decide, New York City decided as of April 1st, not as of April 1st, but on this stat that I got, 1,139 individuals had died from COVID or COVID-related illnesses. And so if we were to do math, like my good friend Jeff from last week decided to call me out on, 18 million, 800,000 people live in New York City. And if we are to do some math you find out that the death rate from the COVID virus is 0.000061% of the population. COVID virus and COVID-related deaths. Which, as we know, the COVID-related death thing could be a bazooka to the face. It could be something awful. It could be an act of uh, sexual tabooness that caused your demise, but if you test positive for COVID, you die of COVID. So as of April 1st, there were 14 deaths that were only caused by the COVID virus. 14! 
So if there was only 14 deaths in New York City overall, that's point zero 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 zero. That's six zeros, by the way. 7% of the population has died from COVID. Somehow, those statistics are so damning that they need to shut down the world and shut down the United States economy. Does that seem... Does that seem accurate to you? Does that... Does the, does the cause justify the reaction to all of that? Especially since this thing supposedly originated in China. And the only place that was locked down in China was Wuhan. How come Shenzhen or Beijing was not locked down at all? There are some enormous discrepancies with this whole thing. And maybe we'll come down to the bottom of it after this uh, next hour, 8.55 here on WUSB, Stony Brook 90.1 FM.